0: Welcome to Ramayana, the living legend. Ancient epic Ramayana is a mesmerizing story of the triumph of light over dark and forms the basis of Diwali, the Hindu festival of light, which this year falls on Thursday, October 23rd. On the one hand, Ramayana can be seen as a nativity play. Parents burst with pride if their children are cast as Ram or Sita in the school play version. On the other, it's alive and kicking in modern day India, with its symbols and themes deployed in cultural and political contexts, For example, the Ramayana has been central to the rise of India's current Prime Minister, Narendra Modi. Ramayana, the living legend, sees renowned storyteller Dr. Vayu Naidu perform an unscripted telling rooted in the Indic oral tradition and drawing on versions from across India and Southeast Asia, which points towards its myriad interpretations. Bayuji's telling highlights themes including the environment, honour and trust, empathy and compassion, and the moral maze of the battle between right and might. This points towards how the epic relates to the contemporary and its ability to connect with everyday people. Ramayana, the living legend, shows how a magical poem involving demons and flying monkeys brings together the historic and mythological as well as the political and ideological and helps understand 21st century India. As Diwali approaches, we hope you enjoy Vayuji bringing Ramayana to life in this unique way and sharing its ultimate message of celebrating light, love and respect. Diwali Mubarak. Mm-hmm.
1: Valmiki, the poet, in the depth and the darkness of his imagination, he could see a thin thread of light. A white horse, luminous through the night sky, was galloping back, unfettered, to the kingdom of Ayodhya, where its king, Dashrata, was going to be proclaimed, King of Kings, Dashrata was the kind of king you would elect. He was loved by all his subjects and indeed by his three wives. His one great sorrow, and theirs as well, was that they had no children. So when the sacrifice of the white horse known as the Asvamedha, had been completed, there was a fire altar and Dashrata sat at one end and his three wives on the three other sides as the ghee was poured into those golden glinting flames and it began to rise into the sky like a cord of human hope into the heavens suddenly a golden goddess appeared and she said to dashrata here take this golden vessel give each of your wives a ladle full and see and sure enough nine months later the three queens had four sons. Sixteen years passed. The eldest was known as Rama and his favorite brother was Lakshmana. A sage came into Dashrata's kingdom and said he needed the two young lads to come with him to the forest known as Tandaka. Tandaka had been polluted by creatures known as the Rakshaksas. These creatures or demons had polluted the rivers and not only that, they had terrified the hermits and the ascetics who were meditating in the forest. When Rama entered the forest, what he could hear was threatening laughter. He had never known fear and not knowing what a demon looked like, he took hold of the light within himself, focused and from his quiver pulled out an arrow, marked it in his bow and shot the strange cloud of purple smoke with an amber light within it. Sure enough it hit its mark and the laughter ceased and an agonizing groan was heard and when the earth split open, the creature that was a Rakshasa slid in. Lakshmana also met his brother and they both now took the blessings of the sage who had brought them there. And now he said, from a forest let us go to a kingdom. As they walked forward, they entered Mithila, where a great big swayamvara was to be held. Princess Sita, her father, had invited five hundred princes And it was their task in the tournament to lift a giant iron bow. Of all the 499, none could do so. But when it came to Rama's turn, he lifted the bow. And not only that, he broke it as he strung it. And both of them, Princess Sita and Prince Rama, were married.